Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again with you and our Ventura Forward Podcast. Where we're we searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all that news across the 805. On this show, we're going to be dri- breaking down our good segments that we normally do, finding out what's going on in Ventura County with our unique journalistic point of view. Spence, how you feeling? Uh, things are going great, and our guest today has uh, something uh, very, very big coming to the Ventura County Fairgrounds, and the fairgrounds have been a big part of your life recently, and also uh, uh, talk about the county. Yeah, we can keep the fairgrounds conversation going about upgrade, no upgrade, what's the future there? Has the fair board opened a conversation that they can't deliver? We'll give a few of those facts. But yes, for episode number 43, we brought in a guy that has motivated me for the last five or six years since I met him on your show, Big Tom McLean's in the house, 43, here to share about his new comedy adventures, his love for spreading the sports card and memorabilia game, and most importantly, how he's been working with nonprofits, collaborating, bringing goodness to the 805. Mr. Tom McLean, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me in. I appreciate it. Hey, not a problem. You know... Ventura Podcast has been getting after about six months. We're still in those beginning stages in our minds of really getting our friends, our network, to know about this podcast that goes out every week on Fridays. Thank you for checking that out today. And you also had to hear that funny story about how our wonderful executive producer might have made a little gaffe last week. So if you download the podcast number 42 and you heard uh, a wonderful woman named Kim Spence, that was on you, right? That was on me. Yeah, it was just... uh, you know, it's in a hurry, and I, I posted it up, and I left, and then a few days later, you told me I had errored. Yes. But Kim of, got 61 listens out of that. Let's nice. go. Kim, Kim was on fire early with Ventura Forward, and our listeners that are checking us out every week, in the few hundreds, looking to grow them to the thousands, remember, each individual is important. And if you keep giving those positive sides of Ventura Forward out in our community, that's what it's all about. If one person listens and changes your mind today to make your community better, we've done our job today. And today, we're also going to steer that cool story about Tom McLean and his passion to share the stoke. We know that Ventura Forward Podcast, each week, we bring in the goods about unique individuals who are totally different in their own realm, and they're all in one thing in common. It's the love for Ventura, the 805, and how they can bring in business and prosperity, and ultimately, that good feeling, Spence. So, Tom, if you wouldn't mind telling our guest today, give us something that you're sharing the stoke. What are you burning on right now as you're passion for Ventura County. <laughs> I did not know I was going to be asked to share my stoke. Yeah, you're burning. It's very bizarre. You're burning stoke. Yeah. Very, I, I don't know if I've burned stoke this early in the morning before, but we, uh, well, right now, I mean, I, if you're asking me what I have, what I'm working on, what excites me, I, 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 is that what you're asking me? What's, you know, it's what's kind of, got me fired up? Yeah, it's kind of an open-ended question for that same reason, that stoke inside your belly that me and Spence can help fire up within you right now. What's well, in your heart? Spence has been stoking my for a long time (laughs) but he said we can't talk about that in public it's a very clear agreement that we made in the equipment room well you can talk about that at march 19th at the fairgrounds (laughs) but for our listeners on this podcast and on instagram live right now what's happening in tom clayne's life what are you excited about i'm well i'm really excited honestly i've been working with project understanding and project understanding is going through um these changes right now project understanding if you're not familiar has been in ventura county for over 46 years it's been around for a while and uh, project understanding it has always kind of changed with the needs of our community. And I joined Project probably about June last year. And just in that amount of time, our 
things have changed a lot. You think about the housing market, you think about all, it's a constantly fluid thing. So Project Understanding, what they do, they're kind of, I like to call them creative community problem solvers. You know, they're creative, compassionate, they go out and they see a need and they, they try to fill it, even if it doesn't necessarily fit into the mission statement. So we do have a food pantry feeds over 4,500 people a month. We do have clinical services uh, designated specifically to try to um, help prevent people from falling into homelessness. Because as we know, the homeless issue is huge and it's really expensive to get somebody who's fallen into homelessness back into a home. And we found that a lot of our um, resources are better served in the prevention of somebody who's maybe on the bubble and having a really hard time making it. Because, I mean, let's be honest, how many people in your life do you know that are just one paycheck away from falling into something like that? Yeah, we're all like very close. Like it's it's a scary thing. And, and so um, so a lot of our services have kind of gone towards that, towards trying to protect and keep people from having to experience that. And I've see seen them pay people's uh, car registration. I've seen them give people rides to job interviews, like all these things that don't really fit into the regular description of, oh, our food pantry, our you know, our, uh, our tutoring service. We have, uh, I think right now we have 11 tutoring sites spread throughout the county. And we, you know, sp specifically for students who don't have maybe the support they would have at home, the, the parents that are academic that could help out. So w we try to do that. It's, it's kind of just about bettering the community as a whole, best that we can. So it's a great fit for me because I like to stay creative. I don't like to fall into these you know, these things where you're doing the same thing day after day after day. And so it works out really good. So now we have these project pop-ups. I'm really excited. I'm working with um, Lauren, our clinical services director, on these pop-ups where um, we have different things like 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 we have a, a this month, I believe we have uh, breast cancer awareness. So we were going to have a, a pop-up where people could come and they could schedule mammograms and learn more about women's health and, and things like that. Um, we're going to have... Uh, uh, domestic violence pop up at some point. Um, I think it's in October where my, my buddy who's an MMA fighter, he's going to come out and he's going to teach a, a, a class because a lot of times people find themselves in these positions. You fall into homelessness or whatever. And, you know, not only are you not, especially like a lot of, of women and young men, not only are you homeless, you're also being victimized by people who are more streetwise and people who've kind of found that as their, their way to, to survive. And one of the ways they survive is by taking advantage of other people. And, and so... Um, Self-defense with self-awareness, right? Yeah. In a sense, to like be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, and being able to just, just being able to protect yourself from, from, from you know... Yeah, it's a, so, we, so we're, there, we're always providing something new and trying to, you know, figure out what's the best way to handle this. Because, you know, the, the needs of our community is constantly changing. And Project Understanding, you said we. Is this somebody who you're working for now? Yes, I work with Project Understanding. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. great. Good to hear that. And I love to hear your passion because it's cool when people can hear their passion into a job that actually is a win-win for what you have going on because that's what you want to do. Like if you work at what you love doing, life gets a lot easier. Yeah, I'm doing good things and I get to uh, plan event. My main goal or my main position there is is event planning and um, outreach like helping people to realize what we do and things like that so i get to put together we have this great golf tournament coming up on may 1st over at the beautiful satakoy club um we have uh, a casino night that's scheduled coming down the road a little bit we have our, our donor breakfast we have like a lot of really great events that i'm involved with planning and things like that and then on top of that we're using all of that great 
money and all that that goodwill to help people we, you know we're coordinating volunteers and just it's just really cool to get out there and see how many people are willing to help Tom McLean spreading that joy and love for Project Understanding, a group that we've heard great things in our community over the last few decades, mostly involved in unhoused individuals, but seeing how they evolve to the needs of unhoused individuals. Spence, your experience with Project Understanding, a good one? Oh, great. One of the times that project came uh, in really, really handy, and like you say, the need of the immediate. I was here, went upstairs, and there was a relatively young woman, 30-something, uh, curled up. One of our, we've had it a lot here, and, and I said, okay, here we go. So I got her attention, asked her some questions, and she said, I just need to get to Santa Barbara. I need to get to Santa Barbara. And I said, okay, contacted Jan, contacted uh, the city center. She had an Uber to the bus station and got up there. And it was, and to somebody that was there to take her. So it was, bup, 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 and it worked perfectly. You could see how happy she was that clearly somebody cared. So she got the safe ride to the train station. Somebody dropped her off there, and somebody's at the other end uh, to help her meet up with the people she needed to be with. And that was all through great places like the city center and project who work hand in hand all the time. Yeah, she could have been stuck here, and you know, who knows? Getting up there could have been that little help that she needed to mm -hmm. kind of get back on track or whatever it is that she needed to do. And do you want to see a hitchhike? Do you want to see this? So she was safely uh, mm -hmm. taken there. And what I love about it, and it's just like Tom said, sometimes it's the now stuff. Because the big picture is really important, but the socks, making yeah. somebody feel comfortable, making them feel like regular, if you will. A shower. Nice. Yeah. Like yes, sometimes just access. a shower. Like how yes. much, can you imagine going weeks and weeks without the option yeah. of a shower and yeah. being too embarrassed to walk into a place and ask if you can take a shower because mm -hmm. you know that everybody, that nobody's going to even make eye contact with you. Like yeah, it's, it's not really something crazy. you can door knock on. Yeah. Uh, certainly, yeah. So uh, that's, it's very, very good. And, and we go back, I think the first time I ever shared a microphone with Tom was at Somas. Mm -hmm. That's right. At the greatest breakfast burrito place in the world. That's right. The market. Yeah. I think, was it simply called I think Somos it was. Market? I think it was the Somas Market. Yeah. yeah. We were brought over there by our friends over at El Sueño. And the next thing you know, you're doing hot yoga with the uh, horse people. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Me and, and Ann did some hot yoga there. It all attached <laughs> that way, learning that he was a stand-up comic, still is, and uh, has a passion for sports and all of that. And being an entrepreneur, because a lot of the stuff you've done, if I can mention the fact, out of the military, mm -hmm. has never been really regular jobs. No, You're, you really. promote yourself <laughs> as a stand-up. You, you do a lot of the card sales, and, and you work like that. So while it seems really exciting and fun, it's also tenuous. So you've yeah. got to be hustling constantly. Yeah, it's, it's really stressful and scary. Sometimes you lay down and you go, man, tomorrow, I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to hustle from the second I wake up. And even though I think your, your card show is going to be a home run, a swish, a top shelf, yeah, I got to work Slam. every sport. Okay, thank you. It's going to be all of those. I think you really found a good, good thing here. But since you are in charge, there's butterflies. Oh, no yeah. matter what. No question. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is going to be a huge hit you know, at the fairgrounds. This card show. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Let's get into that. Talking about Tom's passion, we got into project understanding about sharing that immediate stoke, and we know that baseball and comedy is at the core of your foundation. That's why me and you always bonded off. We've had great times hiking at two trees together. Mm -hmm. And I love to see that this 
post 2023, or I should say getting into 2023 because cool people can now get together back again and create these ideas. And Ventura Ford really wants to help elevate what you got going on, giggles and this card show. Because during the last few years, I have a ton of cards, as we've talked about. And a few of my friends locally here, Jeff Ginsburg, Anthony Crockett, really got involved in the card business. We got involved with Mark's cards a little bit out in Camarillo. We kind of heard over the last few years, the kind of the rise and fall of this interesting card world just in the last two or three years. I believe it also, Tom, went into kind of like a new investment world, right? The amount of money cards was going for was just astronomical. Not just the Honus Wagners and the Willie Mazes and the Michael Jordan rookies, which all went up in value, but these variant cards, the autographs, the... Um, Jersey cards, right? All of these different cards, the LeBrons, were going for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, you could pack a card from a 2021, you know, um, soccer card that was worth over a couple hundred thousand dollars. And this scene had never been seen. You know, you talk about like Bullpen, uh, the card shop blowing up in Los Angeles. Burbank and the Card Father has gone almost worldwide famous. So I love maybe your quick opinion about the current state of sports card industry and memorabilia and where you kind of see that going in the future with you taking a chance on a card show. Well, what I think is great about the the sports memorabilia business and baseball cards in particular is that um, for a lot of us who had a, a huge passion for it the first time that it really had the swell, um, we also experienced that disappointment after we realized that everybody had 50 Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck rookies in their you know, like there was a point where you realized that all you had was cardboard and it didn't didn't feel like it, it kind of took the, the air out of it a little bit. While you still kind of enjoyed it, it kind of made you sad because you realized that uh, greediness kind of ruined the, the, the industry a little bit. And then now that it's kind of taken this thing where all of a sudden those cards that, you know, there was a lot of them, but that was now it's been 30 years since those things were made. So now they're vintage and, and you know, so many people have tossed them out there's value in that again. And now all of a sudden there's this huge like swell where all of a sudden it's, and you're hoping that there's sustainability because hopefully the card shows will be, you know, hopefully the, the, the card companies are going to be smarter. Obviously there's less card companies now. It's not, you know, everybody with a printing plate making cards anymore. At, at one point there was so many co companies making cards and they were making so many cards. Remember so QVC? That's when I, I saw the cliche of the shark jumping and I'm thinking, okay, these guys, are, this card is going to be worth $85 and it's only $30 for you. And I just sit there and say, then why don't you buy them? My grandma, you know, it didn't make sense. My grandma bought in on those and it was Ugh. great to get the binders and all that. But I'm like, grandma, these cards aren't really worth anything. You can't like keep buying these, you know, because they're like 500 baseball cards, mm -hmm. 500 of them. They're all different. <laughs> like, yeah. And oh, then gosh. in addition, and what you've done really well that I've seen over the time when you, you bring in a lot of the memorabilia here and the things that are available at shows, uh, Combining some things like uh, do they call them shadow boxes? What do they call the the thing where it might have a player's card, a hat? Oh and yeah, a, yeah, and they combine things that are all to do with certain players or events. Those are pretty cool too. Yeah, you know who does a really good job of that is my buddy Danny. Uh, he, um, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna bring him in by the morning show next week, but he um, he takes he gets graded cards and he actually builds these. huge huge things around one card mm -hmm. he'll build he'll put in uh 16 by 20 photos like he sent me some um pictures of some, some that he he just finished last night um from um he had like joe montana 
let's see, like I'll show you a Shohei Otani. So look, so so here's a Joe Montana. I don't know if you can see the card down there in the middle. Sure. But he basically builds it around these around the card, and he's going to have a, a table there at the there they go. There's Shohei Otani with some jersey cards and stuff. And a lot of times this is for the actual person who really wants to collect it because they have a passion for the fan. Yeah. And it, and it gets because there are people out there that aren't just hustling. They love the game. And they've got the things. Like I was asking Tom on the morning show about his Dodger cards. And it was kind of what? Because you are a San Francisco fan. So a lot of the stuff you major in runs around Bonds and runs around Montana. Probably Jerry Rice and who else might be out there. But you go with your passion. Yeah, definitely with the baseball, I go really vintage. And I um, I have a, a thing where I now I only collect world champions. So like new purchases are either world champions or very, very vintage. Because I just have so much stuff, I can't. And for <laughs> both taking of you your here, big gamble, I, like Brock yeah. Purdy, do you jump in on Brock Purdy there? there? There's a good one. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. I I do I did do a pre-order on some Brock Purdy stuff because it's really hard to find, and I know that it's going to be fairly easy to flip, and I, and I'll have one that I keep for myself, I'm sure. And that's a great question. That the speculation of yeah. it all, you know, do you see a rookie coming up? Do you see somebody you really like, and they might wash or they might be great, and that's one of the things that's kind of interesting on on making the call. Well, like earlier this week, I had one of my distributors offered me um, a really good price on uh, Jalen Hurts signed football, signed uh, helmets. And I just and I like had to go through the thing like, well, he is going to be in the Super Bowl in two weeks. And do I, you know, and but ultimately, I don't want to have a bunch of Eagle stuff. So I just kind of I passed on it. Patrick Mahomes rookie cards, you know, two years ago, my friend was buying the Don Russ card and it was getting up to, I think, maybe 200 bucks for the base, the base mm -hmm. Don Russ rated rookie or Don Russ or whatever brand it is, the rated rookie. And then it went down. He told me about 50, 60 percent in the last 12 months. And now you can see now he's getting more in that goat conversation with this. It's, I, what Tom is saying, I think, is totally fun about the market because there's so much availability with buying and selling cards now, also buying them in bulk really allows for that almost game of investment, right? Look at cryptocurrency and how that has allowed it to trade it so easily and fast, right? The gambler inside the market move not only to stocks, but also to cards more and cryptocurrency more. Do you see the three of those coexisting more than ever together? The, the, the cryptocurrency and I don't know about cryptocurrency. I don't know anything As about that. As far as like people's <laughs> investment portfolios, did you see that baseball cards and sports collectibles made it into people's actual hardcore portfolios? Or do you think that card collecting memorabilia is still outside of people's investment portfolios? No, I think people are doing it intentionally. Now. I think people are going out and they're, they're buying things that they want and they're, it's, it's a way to invest and actually be able to look at your investment and have it there. I mean, and you, you know, you can insure your stuff and, and it's a, I mean, it really, it's a true investment. That's the way I look at it. I look at it as, um, you know, I buy the I buy this vintage stuff, and I and I only buy th like I have certain rules within my own collector brain that started when I was really young. Like I very rarely will pay over fifty percent for something. Like uh, if it's a if market value of something is five hundred dollars, I guarantee you I'm not going to pay two hundred for it. But I but I just that's that's just always how I've been. Spence knows that. I'm even that way with with like uh, Halloween pumpkins and stuff like that. I always know the best place to find stuff. It's just a you know, that's part of my shopper's brain or whatever. But yeah, I do think that's part of a legit portfolio. And I think it is if, you know, if you believe in that player or that whoever it is, then I don't, I, it is a legit, I mean, it's a legit investment. No, I think it has been. It's been legitimate, more legitimate with the grading, 
with the evolution of the internet to kind of see, like you said, there's no bottomless pit of the cards. Even the even the Griffies, 89 Griffies, there's starting to be a number about how many there are out there. Mm -hmm. And that's what then brings, I think, kind of more that quantifiable finite number to cards and that's why i like to compare it to cryptocurrency in a way because that's what excited the investors in crypto there was a finite number of bitcoin where you look at dollars and currency there is no finite number it can be printed so thank you for understanding that kind of correlation i was bringing there spence do you understand where i'm going with that as well i got you got you 100 i want to talk about other collectibles here and my favorite collectible story ever siskel and ebert mm -hmm. remember those guys oh yeah okay 1978 Gene Siskel purchased the white polyester suit worn by actor John Travolta in the film Saturday Night Fever. He paid two grand for it, and his friends laughed at him. Years later, he was on The Letterman Show, and he says, they tell me I'm going to get close to 100 grand for it. And Letterman laughed in his face hysterically, and he said, if you get that kind of money, I will bump, ba bump, ba bump, ba bump. It sold for $145,000. Wow. He bought it for two k. He sold it for one forty-five. He came back on the show and he just stared at Letterman. <laughs> it was so funny. But again, who who would think this? You know, who would think this? Two grand for a suit? I'm like, okay, whatever. It seems obvious once it sold for that. But he called it way back then, and he sold the thing for one hundred forty-five grand. So there's so much stuff out there. You know, Dorothy's slippers. We know about those. But what's the thing now? Yeah. And how good are you at that? And that's that's what I always uh, And how long do you enjoy. hold on to it? Yeah. And and with uh yeah, it's things are they go way up. LeBron, what's his jersey? We did it uh, the story a couple of days ago. Uh the jersey when he broke the record, Kareem's record, they say 3 million dollars. And this is Christie's auction saying he will it will auction for 3 million bucks. Imagine if it was a likable player. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> there's true. truth in that. Yeah. There's totally, completely truth in that. But three million bucks. So there's people out there writing checks. Yeah, there is. Somebody needs to have that. Hanging Tom, over how can the... we get involved in the sports card expo? One of the first sports card shows coming to Ventura County that I know about. Me and my friends talked about maybe putting on a show last year. I'm glad you kind of took the bull by the horns to bring this show to town. It's what we need, right? There was this high momentum, like I talked about, with sports cards happening at 805, and it kind of subdued a little bit in the last nine months. So I'm excited you picking that back up. Do you feel almost like you're a sports card leader in the 805? Not at all. No, I feel like uh, I feel like I, I saw a room that would be a great place to hold a card show, and I went to a lot of card shows when I was a kid. We would we would go to. Uh, I was fortunate. The 49ers were you know kind of our local team, and they were winning Super Bowl. So when the card thing was taking off, they would do these shows, and they'd have a player there signing autographs for free. And a lot of times it was like you know Dwight Hicks or you know one of the four, Roger Craig or somebody like that. So I was fortunate enough to be around that, and I saw like how that works. So so I see the empty room and I realize, like you were saying, not a lot going on here, but I have no no interest in being a leader. I'm not um, I don't know a, a ton about uh, graded cards. I'm not I'm, I don't keep my thumb on the pulse of the industry. I have a lot of friends in the industry mm -hmm. and I have a lot of um, initiatives like um, a couple of card sets that I'm involved with that are being built for uh, mixed martial arts promotions that are kind of on the other side of sports cards. And that's something you were in pretty early, too. Yeah. You, you yeah, followed yeah. that very early yeah. in the mixed martial arts. Yeah. In fact, uh, we, we have, uh, I, if I got a call last night, that there's been, there, I, gotta, I gotta be careful because some of this isn't public, but there's been some acquisitioning of 
promotions. So there's been some movement, and especially a lot of the, the California promotions. And so uh, the um, it looks like the, the it looks like the cage side announcing thing is going to be a little more common this year than it has been in recent. Uh, recent months so. and when it comes to sports they have the legitimacy of a real sport but the spirit of wrestling it's that's so why mma is great you got to go person it's such a great sport and i've uh, i used to watch a lot of wrestling and we appreciated mean gene Oker, oh yeah and all those guys that were out there but it was fake yeah and with this you get those and it's so pumped it's just such a i i sometimes have issues with <laughs> it's like oh man that foot just hit him in the head uh it's a rough sport but you talk about something that's that does have the fire right now it's pretty crazy the other uh, thing with tom even though he says all this stuff about not being the maven but you are the one that had the guts and whatever body parts to go to the fairgrounds Put get the a deposit. room yeah <laughs> tell card people they're going to be setting up and Putting those little, this is your booth space. There's a lot of work in this. And this is, uh, it's good risk, but it it is risk. Yeah. I'm hoping uh, Spencer and his uh, buddies that have cards locally will get tables. Because I really want to build it as a a local card show, not Mm -hmm. just this thing. The problem is you have these national conventions. I'm sure Spencer Spencer is familiar with these. You have these national conventions where you go in and it's all the who's who's of the cards. And you lose the kids. Like you lose yeah. like the the people who are in it because they really enjoy it. You have the investors like he's talking about. You have people that are coming in with their briefcases and their protected things and they want to go to this one specific table to get one specific thing done. But I want it to be more fun and fluid where people walk by and they look at, at, at the different tables and go, oh, this is kind of cool. I didn't know that they made these kind of comic books or yeah. bobbleheads or whatever. And so that's what we that's do, really what we want to do, bring do, the local club. Does this have it. any, and I'm not asking for anything for free, so you can say no, but does this have any type of like community tables like a Ventura 4? Because my mind is like, what about if we got like local kids to autograph or something fun like that? Like I've got like Zane Carter and Colin Gunther they're both these star athletes at Buena High School. Just an idea. Just not, not asking for anything. Yeah, we should get Sadie. Sadie Englehart, who's like the national runner-up yeah. of she's the year. She's got the world record in the mile for her age. Oh, wow. And I think she's crazy. Maybe, she's maybe crazy. never even signed an autograph. It's crazy. Like one autograph. So I just thought that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool if maybe there's like a table. Maybe like, we could get Kalano over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kalano a table. That'd he be a good idea. Bubbles. Get a uh, get one of those. Uh, I'm sure they make mini, mini water towers. We could probably get one from Vern, the Tulare water tower. <laughs> I awesome. love that. Yeah, that would be great. But that was that, always my trigger when I would drive past that one. That's when I would say it. And another thing you brought up there, too, that's just so true. We get a little caught up. I do, definitely. I'm a money guy, and I always say, wow, wow, wow. But you blow out the kids because the kids are sitting there going, well, I got 20. You know, yeah. They're looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it becomes the, the man is almost – it's almost as bad as when the foul ball goes into the stand and the big dude grabs it from the little kid. Right. In the card game, you would want the families. You would want the access to the kids so they still have that in their eyes rather than 984, 90, you know, rather than being hooked. And I'm going to have to catch myself on this uh, because I do get caught up in the money and forget the fact – with your team in San Francisco, okay, I never liked the Giants at all, not even close. But the great thing about the Niners in their day, they were incredibly likable. Mm-hmm. There was nothing bad about the Niners back then. Montana had the, the story of Candy, whether that was true or not. I understand that's a true story where he pointed out during a rather difficult time Oh, the time John Candy. The field, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At, what, 98 yards to go? And he yeah. said, hey, look, John Candy. 
the, the Niners had that, and I think they were uh, a national team the way the Cowboys claimed they were. Right. I think there was there was a lot of natural like for them because they didn't seem to get in trouble, and it was a good looking team, and they won. Uh, so um, you know that's uh, that's where the common ground is with the, the good old Forty ers Yeah, and getting those people to have that raw emotion for baseball mm-hmm. cards and sports and memorabilia. You're not getting into it just to make investments. If you are, you're in the wrong business or the wrong hobby. You have to have passion to actually see value in these things. That's what's happening. So many millions of people are seeing that value, not only in sports cards, but memorabilia, uh, toys, pop Think of the culture. posters on your wall that you had when you were a kid with sports. Cole has the Kings all over the place. Yeah. You know, and that's that's part of his thing. And we, we had it back when we were kids. You know, you had stuff. Kids got to have something to believe in. That's what cards can do. You can get your imagination going. You can get some math going on the back of the stat sheets. But again, back to this one show coming up on March 19th. Tom, what can we expect? How many vendors do we plan on being at this show? And uh, We're going to have about 80 vendors, going to have a, a few different autograph guests, and uh, it's, it's going to be a good time. Great. And uh, admission's 10 bucks. I heard? Admission's 10 bucks. You can get in half off with a donation of a new pair of socks to Project Understanding. We have Project Understanding is going to be set up right out front. So you look for the van. Uh, you could bring a cash donation. We'll even take canned foods. It's just that canned foods has just gotten to where it's, you know. Yeah, it's true. And <laughs> people are like cleaning out their cabs, like, ah, oh, we're going to throw them away. If you look at 80 vendors, too, 10 bucks, you're going to have two and a half, three hours there no matter what, just walking around. So that's good bang for your buck any which way. Yeah, and you're going to yeah. get free autographs. You're yeah. going to, there's, you're going to see things that you wouldn't see otherwise. It's a, it's a really cool thing. How fun. Let's do it. Let's get a couple questions as we're wrapping up episode 43 today with Tom McClain. We can hear a little bit more of his comedic um, adventures going on. There's a show coming up, but let's get into some of our sponsors, Tom. We want to know the Ventura Music Hall. Ventura Music Hall wants to know, have you been to the Music Hall yet on Thompson? The Music Hall. On, is, that the, uh, is that the place that was formerly the bowling alley? Yes. Yes. I, I haven't been there since they've changed ownership, but I would love to go check it out. Great. And when is the last time you've been to a live concert in your life? Who was the last live show you saw? Yeah, what's the last music you went to? Funny to see. Say. Like You're intentionally? So because yeah. we, we've done a lot through the radio station. Sure. We did a lot there. I'm trying to think of one that I intentionally yeah. went what up to. What did you want to go to? Dear yeah, because everything's comedy, everything's sports. So let's get the point is let's get him some tickets and get him out to the music hall soon. We will share the calendar with you and get you there. Have you been to a Super Bowl? No, I've never been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> never been to a Super I don't. Bowl. I don't like football live on that scale. Like I like the big playoff games. I'd prefer to be at home because because if you go with your feelings hurt, it's a long it's a long drive when you're stuck in traffic and all that. So if football's a little <laughs> different for me. And it's a long day. It's a long oh, yeah. day to go sit for five hours and get your feelings hurt. It's a commitment. Yeah. Well, if you were <laughs> back in the Niners, you never got your feelings hurt because you guys won like five out of seven. Um, How, what, what was the range of no. that from my so they won No, he wouldn't have won three in a row. It was 81, this is 81, 84, 88, 89, and oh, 92. Wow. Yeah. What a career. That's cool. Well, you know, for who? Joe Montana? Yeah. That was only four, just so you know. Then one went to Steve Young. Yeah, but he won. He won right. four titles. Only four. I love saying that. He, he w- only won four he, Super Bowls. And the 49ers would have won more if they would have got rid of Young and kept Mon- uh, Montana. It was the same with Gretzky yeah. up, at, up at Edmonton, yeah. but that's another story. What else do we have, Spencer? S- Steve Young had a store-bought Super Bowl. Just, let's just call it that. 
Really? The Steve Young low blow. Interesting. Well, it's, it's true. true. Go look over, at it. Go look at the roster and name yeah. all the Hall of Famers that were yeah, not on the right. team any other year. They store-bought, George Seifert store-bought Steve Young a, a Super Bowl. And the Cowboys had the same thing when they flipped to the coach. Um, they had, what's his name, the, the cranky dude? Come on. When, oh, when yeah, Aikman yeah, was yeah. there, then they flipped over to the college boy. Jimmy Johnson, and then they went with um, Oklahoma. Barry, Barry Switzer. Switzer. That's Switzer. it. Oh. That was pretty much, it wasn't his. That wasn't his. But anyway, Moving let's around on. town. Spencer McKenzie's. Big fan of Spencer McKenzie's? I haven't been to Spencer McKenzie's. Oh, let's get him to Spencer McKenzie's. get him over. Pizza. You like can, pizza? We, can we email me the places? Because I actually have to be somewhere in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> can we email me the we list of places I need to visit? Project Understanding <laughs> wants Tom there now. Yeah, we got to get a, him out the door. I've, I've got a friend who I'm touring, giving a tour of our pantry so, because we're trying to um, – it's actually it's one of the local cities who's experiencing – it's actually a city you're familiar with that's experiencing um, some more issues. And so they kind of want to come see what Project Understanding does and get an idea of how to kind of get ahead of it too. Boy, we it's want, one of my cities I'm in. We want to bring one of our big friends in here today, Big Tom McLean. I'm a huge fan from back in the days from motivating me to be in front of the microphone. A man still bringing business to the fairgrounds, to the community of youth opportunity, spreading that love, and a comedy show coming up in Santa Paula. February 24th, giggles at the Santa Paula Airport. He sounds just as busy as us because he is Tom. Thanks for coming in today. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. And yeah. we're wrapping it up. Let's wrap it up. Episode 43 of Ventura Forward. Let's go. Let's go.